a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back. Final segment of Inside Sources on a Tuesday. It is Giving Tuesday. We'll come back to that in just a moment as we continue to watch what's happening on the national front. Uh, currently, President Joe Biden is speaking uh, in Michigan. He is touting the passage of the infrastructure law. Very clear. They're calling it a law now. They have a huge banner behind him that says infrastructure law, not bill. Uh, so he uh, is trying to take that on to the next step. And this is uh, is interesting uh, in that he's out trying to sell uh, what he signed into law a couple of weeks ago uh, in a week that is going to be focused on the national defense authorization. So the funding of the military, uh, they've, the Congress has to fund the government by Friday midnight. Uh, and so that big debate's going on. Uh, of course, the debt ceiling clock is ticking and ticking loudly. Uh, it will expire somewhere around uh, the 14th or 15th of December. Uh, so they have to get that taken care of. And then, of course, uh, there's the Build Back Better Act, which passed the House, which is uh, mostly climate and social program spending. Uh, and so it's interesting that the president is a little backward facing, in my view, uh, trying to sell the benefits of the law that's already been signed into law. And so to me, that says that the administration knows that their messaging has not been working uh, in terms of connecting what they are doing with what the American people are feeling and experiencing day to day. Let's go ahead and let's dip in uh, for just a moment to get a feel and flavor of what President Biden is uh, selling and telling uh, in the state of Michigan today. The health and well-being of the population. Folks, this is the United States of America, for God's sake. This is long overdue. We're going to need tens of thousands of plumbers and pipefitters to do the work. And they'll get paid a prevailing wage with benefits. And the ability to build a middle-class life. The law is going to make high-speed internet affordable and available everywhere in America and create jobs laying down the broadband lines. Today, 12% of Minnesotans and households don't have internet subscriptions. And in some places, there's no broadband infrastructure at all. This law is going to make high-speed internet affordable and available everywhere in Minnesota, urban, suburban, and rural. Over $20 billion. In the 21st century in America, no parent ever should have to sit outside a fast-food restaurant to be able to hook up to the internet so their child can do their homework online. Think about that. The law also builds up our resilience against extreme weather events, which Minnesota is no stranger to, like wildfires this summer in Superior National Forest that sent smoke into the Twin Cities and tornadoes that touched down in, in, in Burnsville and, and Apple Valley in September. 
or the heavy rain. That's President Joe Biden speaking on the infrastructure law in uh, Minnesota today. And uh, we'll continue to monitor that as he uh, makes this case in Rosemont, Minnesota, and uh, standing in a uh, looks like a factory warehouse, uh, touting the infrastructure law that he signed in uh, signed into law uh, just a few weeks ago. And again, it, from a communication strategy standpoint, it seems that he is now um, uh, facing backwards. He's fighting the last war, not the next war, uh, and he has a number of <laughs> major battles on his hands and the administration's hands in the coming days. Uh, and so the, it's just interesting to me that they're now trying to go back and sell uh, the benefits uh, of the law they've already signed into law uh, rather than making the case for what's coming next. So it's an interesting thing. Uh, there's not a lot of energy uh, to this speech. This is uh, really a, a lot of uh, rehash of previous speech, speeches. So he hasn't really plowed any new ground or or really, I think, helped make the case to the American people. And remember, the biggest challenge for the administration right now is the disconnect. Uh, inflation is the big worry on the mind of most Americans. And energy prices, what they're paying at the gas pump, and uh, what they are and aren't able to put into their shopping basket at the grocery store. Uh, those things are real. Uh, the American people is worried, are worried about that. Uh, 91% of Americans believe that the worst of inflation is yet to come. And almost 70% believe that the spending coming out of Washington is making that inflation worse. Uh, and so there is this disconnect uh, between the administration and the American people. I'm not sure this strategy is the way to get at it. Uh, I think the president needs to be a little more forward-looking and a little more forward-moving. Uh, the way you make change is not by arguing about the past, but uh, making the case for change in the future. You have to, you have to do it moving forward. As we often say, the, the art of this kind of leadership uh, is not about what was or even about what is. It's about what's next. And the president is going to have to make that case uh, to his own political party as well as to all the American people if they're going to move some of these agenda items forward in a very compressed time frame over the next couple of weeks. So we'll continue to monitor all of that. As we mentioned, it is Giving Tuesday. And as you you march through that holiday, of course, you have Thanksgiving and then you got Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, and here we are to Giving Tuesday. And that's a chance for all of us to reframe and refocus. And we hope you'll do that this year. We hope you'll do that right now. Uh, you can donate at kslkids.com. Be part of the KSL Giveathon for Primary Children's Hospital. This is an annual event, and we always close out the show by talking about what are you going to do today to make a difference? This is a very simple, very easy way for you to do that for uh, all those who receive special care, uh, crucial care uh, from our friends and the staff up at Primary Children's Hospital. Uh, amazing. Last year alone, uh, $13.7 million helped more than 11,000 children in need of financial support for their hospital visits. Uh, so you can do that uh, now and especially through Friday uh, just jump online, kslkids.com. You can uh, donate today. You can be a smile maker, uh, $15 a month uh, with our friends from J&J &J Garden Center. Uh, $15 a month can make all the difference uh, for some of these children and their families. Uh, we'll be telling their stories. Uh, of course, Friday will be a big day all day long here at KSL News Radio. Uh, but this is your chance today. This is your chance today to make a difference. And so do that right now. Jump on kslkids.com and uh, make a donation today, uh, do something that makes a difference 
Uh, all that will go to help uh, these children in need of a primary children's hospital. Uh, it is Giving Tuesday. This is a great way to engage in that uh, and to get ready for what's next. Uh, so make sure you, you join us as part of that. It's a big part of our KSL family here, and we invite you to be part of it uh, and part of that story. We'll close out the day today. Uh, we can't uh, let it go without note. Uh, it's Winston Churchill's birthday today. And uh, Winston Churchill, uh, of course, one of those complex uh, and extraordinary leaders uh, who is quoted by saying so many things on the Internet, a few of them that he actually said. (laughs) Uh, He has that kind of legendary status. Uh, His life and career were were most amazing. Uh, A couple of quick uh, quotes from Winston Churchill. Uh, He said, there is only one duty, only one safe course, and that is to try to be right and not to fear to do or say what you believe to be right. Uh, He also said politics is the ability to foretell what is going to happen tomorrow, next week, next month, and next year, and to have the ability afterwards to explain why it didn't happen, which is what we often see in our politics today. Uh, Every one of us uh, can learn some great things from Winston Churchill. Uh, I like when he said to everyone, person, there comes that moment when they're figuratively tapped on the shoulder and given the opportunity to do something special. What a tragedy if that moment finds them unwilling or unprepared for what could have been their finest hour. Make it a finest hour kind of day via Winston Churchill. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources. And as you go out into the world, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, do something that'll make a difference. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.